Hi, everyone, and welcome to Sex Ed Shouldn't Suck. I'm Jen. And I'm Kaylee. This week, we are going to be doing things a little bit differently than normal. That's right, Kaylee. We are. (laughs) What are we going to be doing, Jen? Well, we have friends, see? I don't know why I'm talking like an old-timey detective, but um, we had some friends and some other listeners dredge up some old, funny, sex, love, dating, relationship stories and send them to us so that we can live react to them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We hope you enjoy. (laughs) So before we get to our guests, why don't we start with each telling one of our own fun sex and dating stories? So Jen, do you have a good story to share that you have not yet shared on Le Pod? <laughs> I, I think so. I think there's still a few personal details I haven't shared on this podcast, <laughs> um, though I think I've told you this story, Kaylee, but I'll, I'll tell the listeners and maybe I haven't told you and then you can live react again. If you told me, I don't remember, which I don't know what that means for your story, but <laughs> about our friendship, oh. but, um, yeah, our whole friendship rides on this story just so you're aware. Oh, so I call this, when I, before I say this story, I usually call it the cum shoes story. <laughs> it's off to a good start. Yeah. I went on a date with a guy who gave no inkling that he had a foot fetish before this, I will say. Though, actually, now that I think about it, he did ask me to wear like specific shoes, like kind of strappy shoes. And I was like, okay, I don't, I mean, I was like (laughs) 20 at the time. And I I guess I didn't, I didn't connect the dots that like, I was like, maybe he's like a little into feet. That's fine. Whatever. Did you think, did you think maybe that was like because of the activity you were going to be doing or something? No, because we were just going to dinner. So I oh. thought that maybe he just wanted me to like dress up. But maybe he should have asked me like what dress I was wearing if he wanted me to dress. Up. He's know. like, wear a potato sack, but make sure you got some fancy shoes. <laughs> Pretty much. So I did. And when we got there, we just, this was the first time we were meeting. Like we talked at a dating app before, but we, this was our first date. Mm-hmm. And after we ordered, we'd had small talk and stuff. He <laughs> asked me if I would be willing to like give him my shoes so he could go into the bathroom and come in them. Uh, And then I would wear them (laughs) like the rest of the dinner. Uh, I said, no, I think he then offered to pay me. And I like really thought about it. How much was he offering to pay you? I think like 50 bucks. Oh my God. Wait, but that's going to like ruin your shoes. Yeah. And then I would have to like, walk home because this was in New York too at the time so I like had also worn these shoes on the subway that's part of it for him Um, I should have just packed (laughs) yeah this is before I learned that like you pack sneakers or like little flats in your bag and you like change so uh I was like I'm gonna have to walk home and they like go back to Brooklyn (laughs) these fucking sandal shoes how do you come in a sandal that's what I want to know just like on the I think he was yeah like in the sole of the shoe and he wanted it to like squish in between my toes and stuff. I mean, I want it to be like sticky. I, I understand that, but I feel like, I feel like that's something maybe, yeah, you should have disclosed ahead of time. I, I was going to ask you at the yeah. beginning of this, is it, do you have to disclose a foot fetish before a date? And I, I think the answer is no, unless you're going to ask someone to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Before you engage and like this before we like kissed or like, Jen, you don't need to kiss before having someone come in your shoe. Uh, (laughs) Call me old fashioned, I guess, but I would prefer to kiss before someone comes in my shoe. Did he pay for your dinner? This was so long ago. It was, I must, I was like literally 20 now I'm 29. So it must've been like 10 years ago. And, um, I think that I skipped out like right after because we'd already ordered. (laughs) I want to eat dinner. And then I like, excuse myself to the back. I said, no. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. You know, maybe like we can explore that at a later time. And then you went to the bathroom and you came in the shoes. <laughs> right. I, I came in the shoes and then I left. No, I definitely skipped out before the end of it. And he did not text me again. And I did not text him again. Maybe I blocked him actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I just know we never met again. But that is my cum shoe story. 
When you called it cum shoe story, I was assuming that like you guys fucked at your house and then he like came in like the shoe. I wasn't he just like rolled over and this like was better. Yeah, bed. this was better than no. I was thinking. You definitely was, like, have not public. told me this. Okay. <laughs> I would have remembered that. (laughs) What's your worst date? And then I'm like, do you really want to know what my worst date is? And then I tell that story. Oh, I also, for the record, think that he should be providing the shoes or paying for them because that's probably going to ruin your shoes. You're so right. You're so right. No, I didn't even think of that. Any self-respecting and partner respecting foot fetishist should know that has just like an entire closet full of women's shoes in different sizes <laughs> for when you want to come in them and ruin them. Uh, maybe it doesn't ruin them. I mean, I could be wrong. I've never tried to get come out of shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a sneaker that you can just like put in the wash, you know, it's like a, it's like yeah. a heel. Yeah. It's like a nice Depends. $30 shoe. That was so- expensive for 20 year old Jen, <laughs> you know? Well, you're wearing them on the subway. So obviously you didn't care about them. <laughs> Obviously I didn't respect the shoes or your feet, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, clearly. (laughs) So what is your crazy date story, Kaylee? Uh, (laughs) It's going to be like traumatic to remember. (laughs) We can skip it. No, no. Mine, the one that I have selected is uh, a couple years ago. I, I went out on a few dates with this guy and I think this was our third date and we had not slept together. We, we met out at a club at, at beauty bar actually in San Francisco. If any of you've been oh, there before, a great, a great bar. it was a fun night. All my friends got really fucked up, including me, but, um, I don't know why that's relevant. It's not. I just, my friend lost her phone and it was a whole night. I party. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, but I did a few years ago. And so anyways, I met, I met this guy there and we just kind of like danced together and made out. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, we exchanged numbers and he asked me on a date. And I think we went on a few dates where again, we just kind of made out nothing, nothing crazy happened. And then on our third date, we, went to the Castro in San Francisco, which is the gay district. And we went to a super gay bar as a a heterosexual couple. And they had an insane happy hour. It was so cheap. It was like buy one, get one free or like $3 shots. And it was fun. Like we had a few drinks. There was all kinds of different people there, gay, straight, whatever. Everyone was kind of, there was like a small dance floor of people going, but I wasn't that drunk yet. I think I had like one or two drinks and we had been like sitting together on the edge of the dance floor talking and uh, Mm -hmm. he wanted to dance with me. And I was like, oh, I'm like too awkward to dance right now. And because I'm really good at dates, I was like, and besides, I'm too sweaty on my back. <laughs> oh my gosh. But he, this did not bother him. In fact, he um, proceeded to go, mm, I like oh, a no. little sweat, and then lean behind me in public. There's a lot of people around us. He lifted up the back of my shirt and then licked all the way across my back, oh. like my lower back, right after I said it was sweaty oh. in a bar. <laughs> and this um, did not turn me on, <laughs> which no. I think was what he wanted it to do. It horrified well, yeah, well, you're me. You're going to be like, oh, yes, let's go dance now. And you've <laughs> licked my back and it's wetter than it was before. Like... I got, I got the dancing bug. He now. came back up afterwards. It was like, mmm, tasty. <laughs> Ew. I'm sorry. I'm I know sorry. it was really gross. And I still fucked him after it. That wasn't why. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it did turn him on Kaylee. Okay. Stop lying. Uh, this was at a different, as you were saying, young Jen, this was younger Kaylee pre this round of therapy. This was in therapy. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. But um, the sex was not great. And we kind of mutually ghosted each other after. So imagine why. As we said in a previous episode, a haunting. (laughs) A haunting. That is (laughs) truly asinine. Don't do that to people unless they want you to. Right. I, it was shocking. My back is so sweaty. I would love if someone would lick it off. Like that's pretty much the only time you can do that. So. (laughs) 
I just, I would love to know like his thought process of like, I don't, I don't know. They just, that would never cross my mind. If someone was like, I'm sweaty. I would, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a sweat fetish that he didn't tell me about. I don't yeah. Know. I can see like in the heat of the moment while you're having sex, maybe. Yeah. Like, but not like at a bar where you're just like, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, here, let me do something crazy. And maybe you'll feel a little better, <laughs> a little more normal. Something to make you more uncomfortable. <laughs> like, awesome. Thank you. Uh, so should we dive into some of these stories from our guests? Yeah. I just, I want to feel less alone in the world. I want to hear everyone else's bad stories. Yeah. Okay, so to start off, we are going to hear a story from my friend Anne, who has titled this, The Best $50 I've Ever Spent. I'm very excited to hear this. Me too. Here it goes. So I call this story The Best $50 I've Ever Spent. Necessary background story is uh, I am bisexual female, and I had just gotten into using a strap-on and dildos for the first time. Oh yeah! And so I had yes. recently gone out to Virginia, gone to like one of those big warehouse stores, and I knew nothing about anything really at that time. And so I just picked the biggest. Maniest, <laughs> most impressive looking dildo that I could find. Oh, um, so that was not and. great. Not soft, not comfortable for penetration whatsoever. But, you know, I was trying. I was learning. So get home. Try it out. It is almost comically bad. I'm like, it's cold. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> this is not human. Like, it's no, cold. Mm, I, no, not a fan. <laughs> Had, you know, some female friends try it out. Their, their feedback was similar. I had a guy friend try it out who was bisexual, and he's like, yeah, I could handle it, but it wasn't, like, super great. Mm. Also, lots of thorough sanitation between each of these experiences, just in case anyone was concerned. And so I was in my last year of law school at the time, and I had the guy that I was seeing at the time and his best friend over, and we were all hanging out. We were drinking, letting off some steam. And I was reckless, so I just, like, left the dildo out. <laughs> and um, his friend, we'll call him Tyler, is like, whoa, that is, that is quite the dick. And uh, that led into a conversation about pegging. And only because of incredible amounts of inebriation I was like well I don't I, I bet you you couldn't handle that he's like no <laughs> no I could I'm tough Tyler Tyler's like, gonna well, take I the dick like, lube <laughs> so like I mean if you want to really step up like I bet you 50 bucks that you cannot take this dick up the ass <laughs> and oh um God. yes what? although I did uh Venmo him 50 dollars <laughs> I still stand by the fact that that was uh, the best $50 I ever spent uh, getting to watch a proclaimedly straight man uh, shove a giant nine-inch dildo up his own ass. Oh, my God. Because alcohol and money. So, yeah, that's my submission. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. And out here living my fucking dream. Why? That, how does that even happen? I gotta start leaving dildos around. That's that sounds that like happens. a beginning of a porno. <laughs> it really does. And then the pizza guy came over and opened the pizza and his dick was in the middle of it. Oh my God. That's that took amazing. a turn. That took a turn I was not expecting. I was assuming that the dildo cost $50. Mm, it probably did. Also, can we just talk about like, the part where she said that she went to one of those big warehouses in Virginia. Yes. I, like, I wrote that down too. Cause I was like, what is this a thing? Is that, is Virginia known <laughs> for like big sex toy warehouses? Cause I'm not that far. And, uh, I would like to see that. You can so, be um, an investigative reporter for us, Jen, head over to yes. Virginia and find out if there are. <laughs> I'll have to do some Googling. We'll reach out to Ann and see where she went. <laughs> and there's just like a, it's like a Costco sized warehouse. You have to get on a forklift to get the real, the real big veiny dildos down. Oh my God. I honestly just got very overwhelmed thinking about a Costco sized place with like 
filled with dildos. Like there's so many. Overwhelmed <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? No, like a very anxious way. I want to know how Anne has so many friends that are willing to try out like a I dildo. I know, she's like, we tried it on some female friends and some, a guy friend. And then my boyfriend and his best friend came over. Like that's so many. <laughs> it's people. amazing. What? Some sexual charisma there. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> drink whatever water Anne is drinking. Oh my god. I, I also have to say I'm not a fan of the veiny dildos. I'm not either. Who I is? need like a soft one. I also want one that like doesn't really look like a dick. Mm-hmm. Like I want one that's like rainbow colored mm-hmm. and the colorful ones. Uh, yeah, and like sparkly. Cause like I could just find a real dick if I wanted one that looked like a real dick. I okay. So what did we learn from this? We learned from this that if we want to watch our hot straight friends put dicks in their ass, we have to offer them money. Leave them around the house. Oh yeah. Leave. Oh awesome. <laughs> also that. <laughs> leave leave our giant veiny dildos around the house. Give them alcohol. Not the dildos. The friends. Maybe the dildos. And um, the dildos need lube. And uh, yeah, offer to pay our friends. That's amazing. That was a really great story. That was a great. That was a great start. I am already blown away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, should we listen to the next one? Hell yeah. Okay, so this is my friend Sophie. She's going to tell us about a very fun uh, vacation she had, and that's all I know so Ooh. far. Okay, it sounds promising. Okay, so I was in Jamaica for a week on vacation. And there was this guy that was really cute and really nice, and he worked at the resort. Um, And the last night that I was there, there was this, like, show going on. Uh, They're, like, pretty much everybody was there. It was, like, so many people. And him and I were dancing and flirting and whatnot. And uh, we decided to go find some place, like, to be alone and hook up. So we uh, went to this bathroom. It was this woman's bathroom that was, like, really far away from the show and everyone and stuff like that. But so we're in the bathroom, and we're, we're going at it and whatnot. But when um, the show ended as we're, like, in the bathroom, I guess it was, like, ending as we were going to the bathroom and we didn't realize so we're like in the bathroom going at it and all of a sudden a bum rush of people (sighs) coming to the bathroom like had to have been like 15 20 women in this bathroom they're all like loud and, and yelling and screaming and laughing and stuff like that like everyone's super drunk and we're just like in the bathroom wow. like at one point I kind of remember him putting his hand over my mouth to like be quiet because we nice. were like I don't know like Cassie and Nate in um, that episode of Euphoria when Maddie was like banging on the door for uh, uh, for Nate to get out of the bathroom that literally was like us like freaking out like what do we do so oh. Oh my we gosh. just like keep going because we're like, I mean, what else are we going to do? We can't just like walk out of here. I'm pretty sure like someone even knocked on the stall that I was Ooh. in. We were in the um, handicap stall and I'm pretty sure somebody like knocked on the door to like see if it was open and I just like acted like I was using the bathroom. <laughs> oh my God, it was so bad. And uh, the worst of it too was like this woman was in the stall next to us puking her guts out. I was like, oh my God, what is going on right now? What do we do? So we literally were in there for like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. We just had to wait until every single woman was gone and just wait oh until like the coast was clear so we can get out of there. So yeah, we got out of there okay. Everyone left, thank God, and uh, went back to their rooms or whatever. And uh, yeah, we got out of there safe and no one was caught. But yeah, that's my story. Oh my God. That's like a nightmare <laughs> scenario. <laughs> that is kind of a nightmare scenario. Though they kept, she said they kept having sex even though yeah. it was in there. Like we just kept going. What else were you going to do? I don't think I could physically uh, do that. I feel like at I that point either. my vagina would be like, nope. Yeah. Just that was the sound of it closing. Sahara <laughs> desert. Um, yeah. Especially the puking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the sound of puking next to you. <laughs> I know. I thought she was going to say, like, shitting her brains out, which would have been also <laughs> terrible. Uh, have you ever fucked in a bathroom? I have. And I always try to use, like, 
single room bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And I also thought it was interesting. They went to the women's room because I have also fucked in a men's room because I think, Oh, that's kind of, that is, yeah, I think it's more, (laughs) this is so dumb, but, uh, I think that it's more like, it's not that it's that it's socially acceptable to fuck in any bathroom, (laughs) but like it's more socially acceptable to do it in a men's room. I think men would be more understanding of that. And also they use the stall less. Yeah. So that part makes sense. Yeah. I, I think I, I've definitely done it a few times. I think there's one time I can think of, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember who it was with. And I, I know it was like one of my long-term boyfriends a long time ago. And I can't remember which one, which is horrible, but <laughs> all mine have been like hookups at the club, like at, Interesting. at that time. Yeah, no, I've, I've never thought to, to do that because mm. I don't know, maybe I haven't been drunk enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's gross. Like it's not, it's not yeah. good sex. Like you don't want to touch anything and you have to like balance and like, right. you know, it's not like if I had to choose to do it again, my, my fear is always like somebody, especially if you're in one of those like single room bathrooms, like if mm-hmm. you take a long time and then you walk out and there's like a huge line of people like waiting <laughs> to get into the bathroom and you're just, that's actually yeah. what I th- where I thought Sophie's story was going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I've done that. I just don't think I cared at the time. <laughs> so yeah, I had standards enough not to have someone come in my shoe, but I've walked out of a bathroom, like holding hands with a guy while, a huge line of people looked at us. So, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Would you still fuck in a bathroom if you walked into it and it just smelled horrible? I don't know. Every time I've done it, I've been really drunk. So I've just been like, so maybe I, I, I don't think so. I think I have, I I have trouble these days, even like going in a public restroom, honestly, because of like (laughs) germaphobe stuff. You need one of those like fully latex suits with just holes where you need them. Yeah, honestly, I'm into that. <laughs> That's the fucking a bathroom year. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, okay, so we go to the next one. This is yeah. a recording from my friend Eric. Let's go ahead and play it. All right, so this is a story about a date I went on that had a lot of firsts for me, along with a fun little hospital trip. Oh, God. Um, God. Date started off with a person that, for the first time for me, slipped into my DMs, and uh, we'd been talking for a while. We decided we're going to meet up and have some drinks and, like, actually hang out in person. Uh, We meet up at a mutual bar. It's, like, midway (laughs) distance between both of us. have a few rounds of drinks and it's just a beer bar. So it's nothing like too crazy, but around the time the bar is closing, we're like, all right, well this, this date's been going pretty well. We should like keep it going. And I thought it'd be a great idea if we did some roof hopping. Um, (laughs) So we went to a liquor store that was, you know, down the street, got a couple bottles of cheap wine and found a rooftop that I was, semi-familiar with so we climbed up that rooftop i uh, got oh up there God. pretty easily killed off the bottles of wine and you know one thing led to another and we have sex on a rooftop so nice another another fun, first friend we definitely were heard by people <laughs> uh, i think there was like a car honking at one point <laughs> and like maybe someone either like clapping or cheering. I'm not really sure. There was like another bar, like a liquor bar that was nearby. That was, that was still open. (laughs) But yeah, so that happens and we're like, all right, well that was fun. We should probably get off this rooftop before, you know, like someone calls the cops or like someone like does something. Right. The people below us. (laughs) So we're pretty hammered at this point getting down from the roof. Uh, It was a little messy for me, like almost twisted my ankle, but (laughs) As they're getting down, they're like they slip a little bit. They grab for the wrong section of the edge and slice oh. their hand open. <gasps> there's a pretty no. deep gash, and like there's just ton like blood everywhere. It's a mess. Uh, so oh we go God. to my truck that has a first aid kit in it, and it's possibly like the worst first aid kit ever. Like I'd never actually <laughs> checked this thing. Um, 
<laughs> just one of those tiny like travel ones an you have. <laughs> so like used all of the gauze I had and all the gauze tape to like try and stop the bleeding. And like after a while, like it did stop. So <laughs> after we a while. Always, and they're like, all right, cool. I'm going to go home. I'm like, sweet. I'm going to go home too. Great time. We'll you know text when you get home, like that sort of thing. As I'm pulling in my driveway, I text like, hey, I just made it home. You know, where are you at? And I get a text back that's, oh, I'm at the hospital. <laughs> that was, you know, kind of a surprise on my part. It's like, oh, shit, hospital. I guess that cut was worse than expected. And they fill me in like, yeah, I went to the hospital. They got like they went to like the emergency care and got a ton of like this liquid bandage stuff uh, to help close up the cut. And uh, it <laughs> turns out they weren't allowed to leave because the hospital attendants there, like the the nurse that was on call or whatever, thought they were on drugs or something. Because a <laughs> oh my God, really drunk person so drunk. came in with a cut on their oh. hand. So that's kind of concerning. So I leave my driveway, uh, go to the hospital, pick them up, and like Aww. the the cuts cut like the amount of like liquid bandage, like is essentially just super glue and an antiseptic. <laughs> it's just everywhere. Oh my god! And like the wound is closed up, so like that part's nice. So they did their job, but like, it's just an absolute mess. <laughs> I pick them up, take them back to their house. And when I get there, the wound had reopened oh, and no. I had to essentially like reseal it with whatever was on hand, like more gauze, more gauze tape, <laughs> just like actual super glue, which definitely wouldn't use that again. And yeah, Actually. so that was, that was that date. And we ended up going on a couple more, um, as you do with, just like a weird first encounter like that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I, I think it was really sweet that they went to pick them up. That was very nice. Yeah. I am. Though I don't know if they should have been driving. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm dying at the use of super glue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wouldn't use that again. <laughs> also, how relatable it is to have like just the worst first aid kit in your car if you even have <laughs> one at all. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it's just like little gauze pads and like a couple band-aids and like a burn <laughs> cream. And you're like, cool. Okay. I wrote down roof hopping. That's not a term yeah. I've heard before. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like parkour. They're going to be like jumping roofs. And I was like, what? No. They're like, obviously. So we got our supplies, a bottle of wine, a couple of bottles of wine. Roof Lace hopping. Our sneakers and Is just... this like a, a city activity or a country activity? Because it really could be both. And I'm not sure which one it is. I think it's a city activity. It sounds like they climbed a fire escape and got up on a random roof. Oh, and just right. to like have the view and stuff. <laughs> And they might have gone to different ones if, like, they hadn't had sex on the first one I or mean, if that, that sounds, person hadn't ripped their hand open. That sounds nice, like, hanging out on a rooftop and having some yeah, wine. Yeah, like, a little dangerous, yeah. a little fun, a little secluded. On a, like, yeah. yeah, well, it's like, you're, you're exactly, you're secluded, but it's also kind of that, like, oh, everybody can, like, see us. <laughs> yeah, People you're, like, still in public, kind of. Had an opportunity to do, have, to have sex on a roof one time, uh... I went to New York. And you didn't do it? I didn't. I was like too freaked out because like the roof we were mm -hmm. on was only like, I want to say it was like two or three stories up. Like it was a short apartment building that had like, gotcha. it was, it was like you could go to the roof. It, it wasn't really, I mean, we kind of climbed to part of it, but um, the surrounding buildings were all much taller and had windows. So I just felt like everyone could see us. And I don't know, like going back now, I wish I'd done it. And like, maybe I'd do mm -hmm. it now, but yeah, <laughs> I have had oral sex on a roof before, Ooh. which counts. Um, and now that I think about it, there are probably definitely absolutely cameras on that roof. It was like a really nice luxury building. Um, giving oops. or receiving giving nice. And, um, I've also had sex in a tree house, which is kind of like a roof. <laughs> is that like a roof? I feel like I have to be the roof yeah. of the treehouse. <laughs> yeah, it was not in the roof of the treehouse. It was like secluded and outside. It was I don't know. It felt like a roof. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm relieved that Eric's story that the injury happened after the sex because I was like worried that they were going to be fucking so hard that they like rolled off of the roof or like <laughs> that's like a nightmare scenario. Um, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then uh, then she died. And that yeah. was pretty terrible. Um, luckily, I didn't think that. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad it was a slice and not a, a crack of a, of a head. Right. Of a head or like losing a finger mm-hmm. or a, a genital. Yeah. We don't like losing <laughs> genitals around here. No, keep your genitals on. <laughs> And inside the ride at all times. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's listen to Annie's story. About- all right, Annie. It is titled Annie's Snapchat Fail. Spicy. <laughs> We've all had some of those. Here it goes. My name is Annie. And I'm sharing a story of a Snapchat gone wrong. So I was living with my friend Kylie and the guy I was dating named Sean. We actually all lived in our own rooms. And one night we were all kind of just hanging out in our separate rooms. And I was Snapchatting back and forth with Sean. And it was starting to get a little bit sexual as the Snapchats did at the time. (laughs) And I was waiting for a response from one that I had sent Sean. And I got a text from Kylie being like, hey, uh, I think I got a Snapchat that was meant for you. I was like, oh, what do you mean? And she was like, yeah, Sean just Snapchatted me his dick. (laughs) And (gasps) it's really pink. And I was like, oh, good. Um, I'm pretty sure that was an accident. Also confirmed it was Sean. It was an accident. Uh, But yeah, made things just a little awkward the next time we saw each other in the hallway. (laughs) I... I wish we had Annie here because I want to ask why, why, why sexting over Snapchat when you live together? Yeah, just go into their room. Though I, I, I like sexting like that's also a little that's just dirty, true maybe it's right? like a, like a build-up forbidden a little foreplay right, right. snapchatting always <laughs> feels like such a good way to sext because it disappears and you know if they took a screenshot just don't think about how yeah snapchat has all their you know servers of shit just don't think about right. it right snapchat don't knows about everything it. about you <laughs> that's amazing everything's okay, okay. thoughts yeah. I like the, I like the, it's very pink. <laughs> that seems like a very rude thing to say. Rude. Well, I don't I know. know. If like, if your Stressful. friend's boyfriend or the person they were seeing, like sent you a dick pic on accident, would you like give commentary <laughs> on it when telling your friend? <laughs> I'd be like, it is way bigger than a Coke can. <laughs> You undersold this. I can tell because he's holding one right next to it. Probably not, but I, I understand being awkward and not really knowing what to think. Just being like, pink dick, help me. Um, pink. Dicks, dicks can be a lot of different colors. We love all the colors of dicks. It's true. All the colors of the rainbow. And sometimes rainbow. Can you paint with all the colors of the dick? So, okay. What are your thoughts? Was this an accidental dick pic? I think so. Yeah. It seems like it, but really like out of all people to accidentally send it to, to accidentally send it to you, like your roommate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's upsetting. Just glad my mom isn't on Snapchat. What do you do in that situation when you've accidentally sent a nude to someone you (laughs) didn't mean to do you text them right away or like, do you bring it up next time you see them or do you just pretend it didn't happen? No, I don't think you ever bring it up in person. You just quickly, I would still, if it was on Snapchat, I would chat them be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's meant for someone else. And then never talk to them. You'd be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Unless you liked it. (laughs) Don't do that. That's, I feel like what a lot of, a lot of men that just send out their dick pics would, and then I would probably delete it because you can delete it on yeah. Snapchat. I think. Well, didn't does don't they just go away after like you open it? After yeah, like 
Well, it could either be 24 hours or after they see it, depending oh, on your settings. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so I wouldn't want to keep it there for 24 yeah. hours. Unless it's a good dick, Probably. you know? <laughs> yeah. You can keep a good dick around sure. for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on to Stephanie. I don't, I don't know the context of this one. So we're just, we're going in blind. It's going to be a surprise. I'm Stephanie, and a few years ago, I matched with a guy on Tinder, and before meeting up with him, I did a quick search to make sure he's real, to make sure I don't feel like he's going to murder me, and when I looked up his phone number, because I could not find anything based on his name, a page popped up of this guy, this 50-year-old man who lived in Washington, had a family. And so naturally I confronted uh, my match on this saying, what the fuck is going on? You need to be straight up with me. And he was very apologetic. We FaceTimed right away and we, and everything was figured out. So I thought everything was good to go. We have our date. It went well, very well. So we slept together that night and the next morning I get a text from him saying that his penis was super red, itchy, and inflamed. Uh-oh. <laughs> and my immediate thought was, oh no, what if I had some sort of STI that I didn't know about, which I'd been tested recently, so I didn't think that was likely, but you know, I just felt terrible. After waiting many weeks to get my test results in, it ends up that I was negative on everything. Um, so I didn't give him any sort of infection. Instead, he was mm-hmm. simply allergic to my vagina oh <laughs> yep um, I figured that's where you know, I was going he had told me he was a little traumatized by all this which I totally understand I would be traumatized by that too so we agreed to be friends <laughs> and a few months into this friendship he asked me so what would you think if we were like fuck buddies <laughs> and I think I was speechless because I could not understand how you would have a whole relationship based around sex when you are literally allergic to my vagina. Uh, I need to say I did pass on that proposition, but it's still one of my favorite dating stories and I still don't understand it at all. Anyway, I hope that you all enjoyed uh, this awkward tale. And uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how to end recording. So um, this is it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I'm glad I, I kept playing that. Oh my beautiful, gosh. Beautiful ending, Stephanie. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I, I thought when, as soon as he said his penis was red, edgy and inflamed. I was like, he's allergic to vagina. I don't know why that is was this the a first normal, thing. Is this like thought. a thing that happens? I mean, obviously it is, but I do think it's the thing that happens. Yes. I, like you can, you can have a reaction to like the pH or acidity uh, level or certain bacteria in the vagina. Um, I do also have a friend who's allergic to semen and her vagina does the same thing. If someone wow ejaculates in her, even, even her throat, like her throat gets swollen wow. and itchy and stuff. If she is like giving a blowjob. So uh, I've heard of stuff. God, like I this can imagine yeah. how that your first thought would be that it's an STI or something. Oh yeah. my God. That yeah. is okay. First of all, I want to say it fucking sucks that you have to wait weeks to get like, STI test results yeah. like I know that's normal uh but it sucks and it shouldn't be like that like right and like by then it's like progressed yeah. right if you do have it anyway like good lord the healthcare in this country is atrocious <laughs> a joke <laughs> but a joke. The, the ending of that where where first of all like they decide to be friends that's cool or whatever but then <laughs> <laughs> wanting to be fuck buddies like that that's some level of desperation right of that like, was hilarious and I really thought it was going to be like he was going to be like actually I do have a wife you want to have a threesome <laughs> and I'm also allergic really to my wife's vagina <laughs> uh, I mean and like I get it <laughs> Stephanie is very hot like we all would want to be Stephanie's fuck buddy but um that I don't know what Stephanie <laughs> looks like but get, I'll take getting, your word for it getting uh getting an inflamed, inflamed genitalia afterwards. Like that seems, 
that's a that's a pretty hefty price to pay (laughs) like she said traumatic yeah 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 i would not i would not have sex with someone again i also just want to know for okay first of all love that stephanie search searches for people that she meets online smart move Yes, I want first. to know what this figured out thing was with this 50 year old person in Washington. I know. With the family. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. I, I killed them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, she really glossed over that. Like, I, I expected I it to come back into the story at some point, but maybe it just wasn't the guy, or maybe it was like his dad's account or something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> They're on a family plan or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that's wild. I I was expecting that to be more of the the part of the story. So uh, me too. We'll we'll never never know. know, I guess. (laughs) Okay. So last but not least is Veronica's story. I have no idea what it's about either. So let's dive in. All right. Here we go. My name is Veronica, and I'm going to tell you a tale of one pleasure turned to peril real quick. (laughs) So dramatic, Veronica. I was 23 in a new relationship. It was only a few weeks old, and my boyfriend was 13 years my senior. He was more experienced. I, on the other hand, had never tried a sex toy, and he surprised me with a fancy vibrator and a bullet. He asked me which one I wanted to use first. I was really excited to try it. And I thought I'd go for the simple, smaller bullet just to give it a go. We started using it during foreplay. And I didn't know what I was doing, but he said to just do what felt felt good. So (laughs) I started using it externally. I felt so good that I decided to try it internally. And I really loved that. And I kind of just kept it there while we fooled around. But... Then I started to notice that as it was vibrating, it was swiftly traveling up me. So if anyone doesn't know this, you're really not supposed to use a bullet internally. And this is the reason why. (laughs) Eventually, you know, it became apparent that I needed to try and pull it back out. And... I tried to do so, but I really couldn't easily grip it, nonetheless, in a sexy manner. So I excused myself and went to the bathroom to try and get it out. (laughs) I tried to grab it with my index finger and my thumb, reaching inside of me, putting one leg on the bathtub, trying all these different positions, and there was just no luck. I realized that even though it felt really great... That feeling was basically being replaced by a rising panic to make sure that I could actually physically get this out of me at some point. (laughs) So I didn't know what to do. I was in the bathroom. I was thinking maybe I need to go to the emergency room. I guess I have to tell them what's going on. (laughs) So I came back having no choice but to ask for help. I got on all fours. There was a full view of everything. And he was really (laughs) sweet about it and nice. He stuck his fingers in me. And even though he struggled for a while and in a non-sexual situation, I found him grunting with effort in a way (laughs) that was very different from what I had imagined at the onset of the evening. Um, But he did get it out after literally minutes of trying. I remember being so embarrassed about it, but let me tell you, there's really nothing that brings you closer than someone sticking their hand as far as they can and grabbing a tiny, (laughs) innocuous-looking, but free-spirited bullet out of you. (laughs) I never used the bullet again, but I ended up loving the vibrator. (laughs) Wow. Veronica, you need to be a professional storyteller. Right, (laughs) Books or something. <laughs> I don't even know. Free spirited um, bullet. Free spirited bullet. Yeah, that is that's wow. a lot. The good news about having something in your vagina is that it's always, almost always removable because you know, thank God for cervixes, they can't go that high. <laughs> if that bullet had been in her booty, you she might have had to go to the emergency room. So honestly, she was pretty lucky, uh... all said and done. Oh, interesting. Because then it can get up, can, it could go up into your intestines. 
Yeah, there's like there's nothing kind of stopping it from That's going terrifying. real in there. Yep. That's why you Could, have to put stuff in your butt that has a flared base, everyone. Yeah. What if your cervix does open? Um, it, the only time your cervix really does open is when or open that far is when you're like giving birth. So okay, so don't put one of these up you if you're giving birth. <laughs> well, the baby coming out was probably help. Maybe they could just switch down. switch spots. Right. Yeah. The bullet will travel up. The baby will pass through. <laughs> then you might be in trouble. I, I love, I love the advice. Just do what feels good. But I do think that when it comes to sex toys, a little bit of knowledge is probably yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they make, they make vibrators that are safe to go inside you. So, yeah. uh, you know, just avoid bullets if you want internal vibration. I guess it is sneaky because the bullets are, I mean, they're so small. It kind of seems like it should go in there maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like it fits. <laughs> if it fits, it's going up. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know if that's a good rule of thumb, but. Um, <laughs> just do it feels good, Jen. Just do it feels good. If it fits, it's going up. <laughs> well, I'm glad that she got that vibrator out because, man, that could have been. Yeah. Could have been bad. I'm glad they figured out to go on all fours to try to get it out. That is probably. Yeah. Like you essentially have to birth it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you think you wouldn't like if OK, like if he couldn't if he wasn't able to get it out with all of his grunting effort after a few minutes, like is there what's the point that you go to the hospital I don't know. I don't know. know. It's just silence. I have no idea. I mean, what's the harm if you just leave it up there? Just kidding. That's bad. Probably a lot. Probably a lot of harm, especially like who knows how long that battery's going to last vibrating. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had anything stuck in you? Not stuck. No, but I have had a friend who had a menstrual cup stuck and they uh, like could not get it out. They were like on the phone with me <laughs> trying to get it out. Oh, they God. eventually got it out too, but it's kind of the reason I don't use menstrual cups because I'm kind of terrified of that happening to me. I've never had anything stuck in me. I, I was gifted a tiny butt plug for Christmas <laughs> one year and it's Teeny very tiny. cute. It does have a flared base um, Good. and it's got a little rhinestone on the back. I really like it, but cute. it's just, it's so small. It freaks me out. I'm worried my butt's just going to be like, Oh, no, you'll be good. Really? How do you know? How do you know? Because of the way, because I've had butt plugs in because of the way your butt closes around. You had tiny butt plugs in. Yeah. I've had all sizes of butt plugs in. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. You're the butt plug expert (laughs) here. Yeah. I mean, go show me your butt plug and I'll let you know if you'll be fine. I will. And let me know the diameter of your butthole and I'll make sure that's okay. (laughs) We need to do some pressure testing. Out. What if I just have a loose butthole? <laughs> then it'll probably fall out the other way. Not be like sucked in. That's true. I guess then it wouldn't be a problem. You just go, it's like a, you just shake, Get a bigger you butt shake plug. a few times, do a little twerking and it'll just flop right out. Yeah, it'll just fall out. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> oh goodness. Fuck. Well, that this, was super fun. Yeah, this, uh, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we should do more shows like that. I think we should too. I think um, if people liked that, I don't know. Let's let's find a way to poll our yeah. audience. Let us know if you liked it. Would you, uh, if we can you, have a poll on social media. Yeah. If, if you guys would actually send us recordings like that. And we'd put we them in all the time. Do this. Left we can right. do this more often or maybe do it for our Patreon listeners. Mm-hmm. We'll figure something out, but yeah. first and foremost, let us know if you, if you liked it, let us know if this was a good, a good vibe in your butt in your badge actually. And, sorry. And for your ears and brain, yeah. um, all your holes, you can and organs. <laughs> gross. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I said gross. It's whatever. Everyone has holes. Um, <laughs> If you want to tell us how much you liked or hated this episode or any other feedback thoughts you have, you can email us at hello at sexedshouldn'tsuck.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at sexedshouldn'tsuck. Uh, We also have a website called sexedshouldn'tsuck.com where you can also find our merch. Right, Kaylee? 
Yes. And right now we have our special springtime merch. It's this really cute design about the birds and the bees. And right now for the whole month of April, we have a special discount on our birds and bees stickers. You can get it for $1.99, a whole dollar off a good way to help support our podcast but you can only get that promo code if you sign up for our newsletter so head on over to substack and sign up for our newsletter if you look at the springtime issue you will find that promo code so go do that and sign up for the newsletter i mean come on it's great truly truly very cute they're very cute i just got them all in my mail and i love them and she's gonna send one to me right yeah totally If you give me (laughs) $1.99. If you want to support us other ways, you can check out our Patreon. If you sign up for one of our tiers, there's cool stuff like ad-free episodes, stickers, episode shout-outs. Speaking of episode shout-outs, we want to thank our friend Bill for being a Patreon subscriber. Thanks, Bill. Um, Yeah, if you want your name right after Bill, right here, you can subscribe. If you want your name shared with his voice, thank you, Bill. <laughs> That's, um, that sells it, I think. We'll come up with some other voices. Why? Because I didn't like that one. It was kind of creepy. That's rude. Yeah. Well, it was also <laughs> honest. Okay. <laughs> I just tell uh, it like it is, Kaylee. Okay. Well, <laughs> I won't say your name in that. Voice. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Jan. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. I, I lied. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, as always, to Kent for mastering our sound. You make us sound good. And we also just wanted to let y'all know he's been crazy busy touring the country this last few months with the band that he's in called Safe Face. So you should check them out. They're very cool. They are very, like modern day emo music and uh he's gonna be touring again very soon so go to one of their shows go check out safe face kent sounds good on this podcast he makes our podcast sound good and he makes their music sound good it sounds good all the time yeah and uh finally we will be taking a break our mid-season break for the rest of the month of april so there will be no new episodes the next four fridays uh, you're going to be resting, recuperating, and I'm going to be getting married. Going to the chapel and we're going to get married. Exactly. However, we will be back the first Friday of May with an in-depth conversation about sex ed policy with Rachel mm. Fay from Power to Decide. So yes. tune back in then or go back and listen to our episodes from this season. Anything you haven't heard yet or need to catch up on, yeah. now's the perfect time. We talked to the CEO of Power to Decide earlier this season. If you didn't listen yet, uh, Dr. Reagan McDonald Mosley, super amazing. Freaking awesome. Yeah. So go listen to that if you haven't. And uh, thanks for listening again. We love you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) You sound like a foghorn. I am a fog horn. Nice. My pronouns are fog and horn. <laughs> I'm going to start using those, so I hope you don't regret Great. that. I don't. <laughs> I never will. All right. Why don't we get started? I am a fog horn. Mm-hmm.